What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This week on First Date, would you say that you're like a tiger in the sheets? No. No, no, no. no. Does a tiger lose his erection and come fast? If so, <laughs> if so, yeah, I'm a tiger. Have you um, ever paid for sex? <laughs> what a cute question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when someone is really dominant and they shove their feet in your mouth, there's something like, wow, that's great that they would do that. You know, not necessary. I'm not a big foot guy, but you know, the point is. I'm so excited to see you tonight. Welcome to another episode of First Date with me as your host, Lauren Compton. Today, my guest is a comedian, actor, radio personality, podcast host. You may know him from one of his eight comedy specials. He's, his appearances on Inside Amy Schumer, Crashing, Louie, uh, his time on Opie and Anthony. He also has a podcast called Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, UFC Unfiltered, the Chip Chipperson podcast. Oh my gosh, so much. Help me welcome Jim Norton. Hello, well, thank hello. you. Thanks, thank you. Thanks for coming on my show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always humiliated when people read like what I've done. I'm always like, oh God, I hate my whole list of credits. Why? I don't know. It's just because it's me. And you know, when you hear something about yourself, it's just kind of hard to listen to. Which part is the hardest? <sighs> just that there's nothing, nothing newer really than UFC Unfiltered is the most recent thing that I've started. And I'm like, yeah, I got to start something else. Yeah. Well. Now you're starting first date. Yeah, let's see how it <laughs> goes. Me, yeah. So the way that this goes, I have a menu here. Okay. I've got appetizer questions. So we're going to start you off a little easy. All right. And then I got main course. So we get a little deeper and then a dessert question to sweeten it up at the end. Okay. Do you need a safe word? Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> Love it. So if you say go deeper, we will. <laughs> um, all right. And then at the end, I will, as we go through this, I might count out some red flags. Okay. We like to go over those. Sure. But I'll also point out your green flags. So right. yeah, it's not a competition. It's just Great. a little game that we play. Yep. Okay, cool. We're going to start off with some appetizer questions. Well, first of all, I love asking this question. What is your love language? Um, I, I would say, what do, what do you mean by love language? So we've got five. We've got words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts. Nadav, what are the other two? Uh, See, you got to be on it, Nadav. Physical touch. Physical, physical touch. touch. What and, is it? Uh, acts of quality, quality time. time. Quality time. Acts of quality time. I ask the question and I don't even know because I just expect everyone to be a gift giver. Yes. But... What is your love language? Good guess. <laughs> Gift giving. Yes. Uh, to make up for my lack of uh, physical abilities, I found gifts worked very well. <laughs> yeah. But when someone has to show you love, do you, do you like it when someone does something for you? Like an act of service. Personal like time, dinner. I would say. Personal time is, is the most important thing to get. I don't need to get gifts, but somebody who's willing to like tell me really private things that they don't tell other people. That to me is kind of intimate coming back. So I would say personal time is, is the, the thing I respond to the best. But gift giving is the thing that I, you know, is my specialty. What does a perfect date look like for you? Um, 
we go out and I don't feel like she's looking to end it early. It doesn't have to be sex, but it can just be if we're having dinner, I don't feel like she's looking at her watch, wait, waiting to leave, and I know she's enjoying hanging out. Like that's, I'm, I'm a good dinner date. Like I'm a good listener and I don't mind, because you're eating so you're doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't like a movie because you're both just sitting there like idiots watching a screen. <laughs> I prefer to eat. Um, and if somebody doesn't seem like they're in a big hurry, that's a good date. Do you like fine dining? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a gentleman. I like a gentleman's. I like a I like a shit boring. I don't like club uh, vibes. Like where you, where you see eighty year old people eating steak, that's where I like to be. Yeah, old people, dull vibe, just kind of shitty piano music. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, that's my vibe. That's some sugar daddy vibes. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hence nice the gifts. Yeah, steak dinner, <laughs> tennis bracelet. All yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't need a bunch of good-looking young people dancing that she can look at. It's either look at me and the, or the fucking ninety-year-old at the next table. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you were sitting at dinner with a girl and just like a ten out of ten walked by? Would how do you sneak that look without being offensive to the person in front of you? I would probably do something like, see. I can't believe all those guys are looking at her. She is nowhere near as attractive as you. Wait until she turns around, you can see her ass. She's nowhere near as attractive as you are. You're so much better than her. <laughs> so you have to bring your date into the experience of, of, of making fun of the person, and then you, you, everyone's happy. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever hit on another girl during a date, like something wasn't going well, you saw another girl? No, 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 I've never been. I don't, it's, I don't have the confidence to do that. To be, I can't say I'm too good to do that because I'm not, but my confidence, <laughs> it's like, look, this one was willing to come to dinner with me, even if it's not going well. Hey, she's here, so she gets the respect of me, you know, finishing the date with her. I don't have the confidence, and that's just so shitty that I can't think of anything a date would do that would make me hit on somebody blatantly while they're there. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into some main course questions. Okay. Do you get jealous easily? Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to pretend I don't. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so I was into cuckolding for a while, which I, was <laughs> like, which I always thought was hot. Um, so I would make girls tell me dirty things. And it was just a, a really cool sexy thing but part of that does tie into it being really jealous it's like that like weird pain thing you get when someone tells you something i think i would find pleasure in so yeah i can be more jealous than i like to admit well i think that admitting it is like a step in the right direction because at least you can clock it and like no yeah um do you ever talk to any of your exes i'm friends with all my exes except for one really yeah all of them um my most uh, recent ex, like the last long-term relationship I had that ended, um, yeah, I was a shitty boyfriend and she, we just didn't work, but she's one of my closest friends now. And she'll talk to my partner now who will complain to her about me. And I'm so <laughs> stupid to have introduced them. Cause she's like, I know fucking Jim always does that. Like she loves, <laughs> so yeah, like my partner now is somebody to commiserate with my ex, but she's one of my favorite people. Like I mean, most women, if I've loved them enough to date them or be in long-term relationships, typically I was mostly to blame for the relationships falling apart. So it's like, why wouldn't I be friends with them now? Like, there's only one I'm not friends with, and I kind of wish I was. Yeah. How do you maintain... The one I'm not friends, sorry. How do you maintain a friendship like that? How do you get out of a relationship and then tell someone that you want to be friends? You have a cooling off period. Like, you can't talk for a while. Again, that jealousy thing... There was somebody new. I'm with somebody new. I don't want to know about their dates, I, you know, because it starts to hurt. 
But then after a little while, like you'll send each other a text or they see me on something or I'll think about them. And then you just realize like, I like talking to this person. Like I, I'm usually friends with them first. So like there was something enough for a friendship there. And then you just begin talking again. And that's how I know I'm over it. Like when I'm really happy for them, if they meet a nice guy, like, you know, a couple of my exes are married now and they're like with great guys. And I'm like, good. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> you fucking, you made the right move. You upgraded, you upgraded. <laughs> You know, I can only be happy for them. So that's how I know I'm truly over something when I'm legit happy for someone having a new life and a new person. Yeah. Well, that's very mature. That's a green flag. Yeah. I'll put that down. Do you ever blame yourself for a relationship not working? Oh, yeah. Most times it has been my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Most times. I mean, I was selfish or I cheated or I was shitty. Um, I, I was difficult and I was jealous because I was I was kind of diverting away from bad stuff I was doing. I was to blame not 100%. But I was much more at fault in probably every relationship that's ever collapsed. Why did you learn from any of those relationships? Yeah. Um, every one you learn a little something, but just because you learn it doesn't mean you never do it again. Like, you know, to me, learning something doesn't mean I never repeat it. It's just I can't repeat it without feeling like I know what I'm doing and how fucked up this is. Yeah. So, yeah, I made the same mistakes a lot. Um, and I and I burned a lot of nice relationships down, but... You know, I guess you live and you learn. But Do you think were, it was because you weren't ready? Yeah, and I was selfish. I was an ass, um, greedy. You know, you want more than your, you know what I mean? Like, just never satisfied. Like, like okay, I'm enjoying this, but how about that? And uh, and you wind up realizing that it's all just a futile running around grabbing things. That it, I should have stayed with the person I was with because they made me happy. So you say that you're selfish and greedy. Is it because you went for someone younger? You went from someone better looking? You just thought the grass was greener? It was, it was, it was literally because when you, when you grow up and you don't like, you don't get laid at all in high school and girls don't like you in high school. And then all of a sudden like, Hey, I meet girls now. Cause I'm a comic. You know, it is, you, you just start like, you don't handle it well. You know what I mean? You just like, okay, yes. Okay. Cause you're so afraid the well is going to run dry, but it was never prettier or better. Cause the women I dated were great. There was never any like logic, which would say why I did shitty things. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, there was no, nothing they could have, they couldn't have done anything better or looked any better it was just me being an asshole did you ever get a taste of your own medicine oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah i did it was awful i i got cheated on by somebody who i wound up loving and oh it was it was devastating it was like an anvil to the chest and it hurt me so bad that i i wound up making amends to one of my exes who i had been friends with but i met up with her and i'm like i get it i'm so <laughs> sorry for being such a piece of shit like I, I let her know how badly i got walloped and i'm like the fact that i did that to you i deserve what i got with this i deserve yeah. the pain i fucking it's fair what goes around comes around but yeah, I, I got paid back. You know, the universe does that. It, it, it gets you. And it got me really, really good. Damn. Yeah, it was awful. That's tough. It was rough. Yeah, but I deserved it again. It was fair. Yeah, sometimes you just take it as it comes and yeah. you're like, well, fine. That's my karma. I've <laughs> yeah. gotten that out of the way. I've been an ass and now I know what it feels like. Um, and, you know, it's something I wouldn't do again. Like, actually, that was one I did learn from. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't I can't put anyone else through that. Would you say that you're like a tiger in the sheets? No. No, no, no. no. Does a tiger lose his erection and come fast? If so, <laughs> <laughs> if so, yeah, I'm a tiger. Um, no, no, not at all. I mean, uh, I, my appetite is big but uh 
I guess it depends on the person too. Like if somebody, you know, prefers you to be this way, I kind of like being that way. What turns me on is somebody else's dirtiness. So whatever makes another person dirty, if it's being dominant or being submissive, I like to kind of go with that because them being that way and showing me this private side is what I think is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Do you like a girl that's dominant? Yeah, I think more so. Um, yeah, I think I prefer that more because to me that's dirtier, like the fact that she wants to do that and that yeah. she's, yeah. But it's not necessary, but I prefer that. So when you say dirtier, like verbally? Verbally, when I say dirtier, I just mean like you're learning something about someone. Like, you know, if a woman does something to you that she, like, you know, this person has a job. Nobody at work knows that they do this. Yeah. That's really sexy to me. Like, I know more about this person than somebody who has seen them at the office for 10 years. They're showing me this really private thing that they kind of keep compartmentalized and don't show other people. So when someone is really dominant or they shove their feet in your mouth, there's something like, <laughs> wow, that's great that they would do that. You know, not necessary. I'm not a big foot guy, but you know, the point is, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, uh, you know, I just learned about a kink the other day. It's called a praise kink. A praise kink? A praise kink. P-R-A-I-S-E or P-R-A-Y-S? P-R-A-I-S-E. Okay. And it's when one or the other tells the other partner that they're doing a really good job. Whatever they're doing, it's like a it's it's like an unlimited amount of praise. Have you guys ever heard of this? Yeah, that's usually combined with ASMR, right? Uh, that I see, don't like, know. I haven't dived deep enough into it, mm. but I know that there's. Well, actually, maybe it is a little bit of ASMR because mm -hmm. you can just listen to it. Exactly. It's yeah, like yeah. some audio stuff, but isn't ASMR like a whisper? Yeah, it's when you talk with a certain thing where you crinkle. Papers and yeah, you it's type. Like this. Yeah, it's like people who would fall asleep with the well, like when the adults were in the room doing yeah. stuff. It, it's kind of like that. Um, praise kink I've never heard of, but uh, that just seems like something that probably started from not getting the applause in Little League when you were a kid. <laughs> you know, your father was always screaming at you. God damn it, you should have taken second on that wild pitch. And then you can't jerk off without a girl telling you, "Home run, big boy, home run." It's fucking weird. <laughs> I just learned about this and I thought that was so interesting because you always hear about people having these kinks where right. they want you to be naughty and like be a bad girl and talk naughty but then a praise kink is the complete opposite where they're like ooh that's a really good girl you know it's weird I don't know I it's would like that if I felt it was real like I never want someone that if, if I feel like they're just saying it I would be embarrassed like if I'm having sex with someone and I, I know we're both enjoying it but if someone's overdoing it like oh I'm like, stop, I'm here. I, I, there's no way that you're enjoying this this much. You couldn't be. Do you feel like a girl can be too loud in bed? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it, it's like, again, a little noise is fine. But if someone, you can always tell when someone is being natural or when they're overdoing it because they think that's what I require. And yeah. it's like, no, just be you. Like, whatever that is. A little loud is fine once in a while, but I don't like particularly loud sex. Well, I want to ask you some other questions about dating. When you look sure. for a girl, when you go on a date, the things that you're looking for, like does hygiene matter to you? Yes, oral hygiene is very important. Um, if someone forgets to put on deodorant, I'm in for the ride. I don't mind that, you know what I mean? Yeah. A little natural smell, I'm good with that. What if she doesn't shave her armpits and she has hair? Oh, good for you, wear a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> wear a tank top, fucking yes. <laughs> I Raise love your it. Hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Run around zig heiling everybody. I don't care. <laughs> 
I don't, uh, I don't mind that. Like, I don't, that can be like natural scent that is not, again, the mouth is different though. Like you want someone to have good oral hygiene, but anything else is fine. Like a little sweat, not shaving, um, the armpits, very sexy. What if, <laughs> very sexy. Yeah, yeah, but, is that, <laughs> but it's not necessary. Like it can be sexy if that's who, who that person is. Yeah. Th- then it's hot. You would love French women. Yeah, I, I mean, if that's who they are and they don't shave, that can be very, but again, that's just, that's kind of fetishy too. Like you'll see yeah. someone and go, fuck, that's really sexy. And I'll go down those rabbit holes on you porn or whatever, people with hairy armpits, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, I want somebody who's completely shaved and looks like they just fucking got off a spaceship, you know? <laughs> Do you care if a woman smokes? Like if she has oral hygiene? I prefer not to, because I quit in 2001. So I, I'm very aware of cigarette smoke and nobody likes the smell, but it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Wow. Craziest place. I mean, um, a car, that's old hat. Um, a football field maybe with one of my girlfriends. Uh, and we were in high, I was like, we were right out of high school. I think we had sex on the high school football field because I just wanted to do it to do it. It wasn't, it wasn't anything spectacular, but just to say that we did it, we did it. Was that in high school? No, we, I think we were just out. Like it was like uh, she was, uh, I was like out one year and she was still in. We, was, we were very close, but I just, I don't know why. I just thought it'd be hot to do it. Yeah. What do you think your red flags are? Oh, and I had sex with a girl who, when her father was sleeping in the next bed. I forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, that's, I would put that number one over the football field. <laughs> I forgot about that. We were on a vacation in Florida and she and I shared a bed and her dad was asleep in the other uh, bed and we were very quiet about it. But yeah, that was probably the weirdest place. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a turn on (laughs) when you know you can get caught. Like it's too close for comfort. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a, it was weird because again, I was, I was 21 when I did that or or 22. Uh, But just the fact that like someone you saw as an adult could bust you. uh, But that, that was probably a, a bad move strategically. <laughs> what do you think he would have done if he would have walked in the room? He was in. Well, he was in the room. He was asleep in the next bed. We were. It was a bed. Oh, it was in the same room. Same room. We had. It was a hotel, and we were sharing oh. a double beds. Oh. I mean, not the same bed, but the same room. Like he was in. <laughs> he was in one bed, and we were in the other bed in the same room. Like he was literally <gasps> asleep from here to the. You know that camera. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I'm kind of proud of myself that I pulled that one off. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I have never been that close. I've, I've given someone a blowjob in a room before and there was a, someone in the other room. But they were in the next room. Well, let me be more specific because this is crazier than I'm leading you on to okay. believe. So I was in this house that had nothing in it and there was a contractor that was walking around the house doing some uh, like, or no, wait, it was the Wi-Fi guy. Okay. So he was installing Wi-Fi, and my boyfriend thought that it would be hot if he could get a blowjob in one of the rooms. Your boyfriend was right. <laughs> <laughs> I would say great, great assessment. But it assessment. was on the floor, <laughs> and the Wi-Fi guy was in the next room of this house, and that was... That's hot, though, yeah, because you can get caught. You're not oh, supposed to be. Oh, he could have walked in at any time. Yeah, that's very sexy, yeah. And I was just like the whole time, like, oh my God, I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. he's like, suck it. Yeah. So, you know. That's great. And the Wi Fi yeah. guy thought it was him and him, and he came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, when you can get caught. Yeah, that's, I, I forgot that that even happened to me. Are there any kinks that are too far for you to go? <sighs> Hard nose. I mean, 
I can't think of anything anybody is. I've had women that wanted to be like spanked hard and all that. And that stuff's fine. Like if that's what they like, <laughs> I would prefer to be on the receiving end of it. Uh, but most of the stuff is verbal. Like I've never had anybody say, hey, let's engage in this where it's so crazy I wouldn't. But I've had women mention all kinds of crazy kinks. Um, but again, talking your way through it is just kind of hot. And it's like, yeah, you're exploring the dark part of somebody's brain or their psyche. Um, and I'm fine with doing that because it's harmless. You both, you, you know, when you're done, you just get dressed and you're both just the same people you were when you started. Yeah. Uh, but I can't think of anything like no one's ever asked me to act out anything that was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, Slapping is kind of a weird thing. Cause a weird it's like, one. what do you want? Like a concussion? Yeah. Like it, it's very, that's a really, I would much prefer to, to, to have that done to me. Really? Yeah. 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 Cause it's just, I, I know you're not going to really hurt me doing it. And it's just, it's dirty for someone to, to do something like that. Um, bondage one girl I dated asked me to tie her up uh, and I'm not big on tying somebody up again I would rather be but I, I did and I just tied her hands and she started crying and so I undid them really quickly and she's like I'm sorry I'm sorry it just it made me feel helpless I'm like alright fine it's not my kink I don't give a shit you asked me to do it I wasn't I didn't show up with ropes but but I, I liked that she immediately knew she didn't like it. Like We didn't even have sex. It was just one of those things where I was like, all right, stop. It yeah. just made her uncomfortable. She didn't like that feeling of being helpless. I don't like anything restricting my breathing. Like that, I, I don't think I would like. So even if I'm tied up, I have to be able to move a little bit because the idea of not of being suffocated doesn't turn me on at all. Yeah. Like of truly not being able to breathe. Makes um, sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but some people, you'd be surprised. There are people that literally like a dominatrix to tie them up and cover their mouth and cover their nose and control their, it's like breath play, like that type of shit I don't like. That oh, would be, That man. I wouldn't do. Any type of bloodletting I wouldn't do, breath play I wouldn't do, like that stuff that's never been asked, but that would be a hard no. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of like a near-death experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, that, that, no one's asked me to do that though. yeah. I'd be like, I need you alive. Yeah, that would be nice. Once in a while, some some dominatrix will accidentally kill a guy. Um, there are cases where the guy will like suffocate to death because she didn't either do it right or you know he didn't like, would tap. I don't know what the equivalent is. How you tap when you're tied yeah. up with rubber on your face? But... He didn't say deeper. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't. He had a ball in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Man, he really got what he came for. Yeah, yeah, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> yeah. Went out with a bang. <laughs> I'm here for that. Um, how do you would you ever date a girl on OnlyFans? Yeah, of course. Yeah, OnlyFans is very I love the fact that everyone's doing it now and everyone is accepting of it. It's like why shouldn't you go out and make money and own your own content if you want? I think OnlyFans is great. Yeah. Have you um, ever paid for sex? <laughs> That's what a cute question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, direct deposit. I mean. <laughs> hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes. How many times have you paid for the, for a girl in one day? Like, have you have you had like a. Probably, I, I, I would say twice in a day. I, I was never like a whole bunch of times in a day. You know what I mean? It was just. You know, yeah, I would say multiple days, but I have many times, sure. Was that because, were you in, are you into that just because you weren't looking to date? You just wanted. No, it was never that. It was like a lot of times it felt like, hey, you want to do this and you want this and I want to do this and I'm willing to give you that. Like it was very 
sex become transactional. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of that was from when I was a kid, like the way I was sexual when I was a kid with other kids and it became transactional. Like you do this to me five times, I'll do this to you five times. And it just kind of became the way sex was. So I never had any taboo with that. Um, you know, and then there's times where like you have low self-esteem and you're like, well, I think this is all I have to offer. So here, I'll give you this because you're not going to like me if I don't. And then there's other times where it's just like, no, this is what you do and you'll come over for this and it's, it's a fair trade. We both want to do it. So uh, I haven't in about five years, um, but I've many times have done it, yeah. Is there like a menu of girls and you just like pick one? Usually it was people I knew for a while. Like I would see the same people over and over because then you know them and you kind of know their story and you're comfortable with each other. Um, but no, never a menu. Like I never went to a, did I ever go to a brothel? I don't think so. I never went to a brothel. I don't know why. I just never. Yeah. Yeah. It was legal in Vegas, but I just, I never did it when I was there. But I think there's online escort agencies where you can like go on and. Oh yeah, there are. And I, I've, I've used some of them, but not a lot. I would always want it to be somebody I talked to a little bit first. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I had one time I was very naive and many, many years ago in Los Angeles, um, I had two women show up together and I'm like, this will be great. But I didn't realize that the money was just for them to show up. And so you had to pay more for sex. So it was just so awful. I was just kind of laying there while they rubbed baby oil on my legs and then they left. And I'm like, oh, all right, I should, I should know somebody a little better before I do yeah, this. Yeah, you got a nice leg massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very unsatisfactory. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. Um, well, have you ever considered dating one of these girls? Did oh, you- I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominatrix I've dated. Yeah, I never, there's no stigma attached to that for me. It's like whatever you did in in this life. It's hard to date somebody if you're doing it now just because, again, there's jealousy. But I've dated quite a few people who have done sex work and I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Because it seems like sex is such an important part of a relationship. So even if you're not looking to date someone in the beginning, but then you guys really connect in a sexual way. Right. Why not? I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that? But like maybe get to know that girl and maybe she has something deeper to her. Of course she does. Like what, what, what I'm in no position to judge somebody because they've done sex work. It's like I've been involved, paid for sex work. So who the fuck am I to say you're bad for doing it when I'm not bad for having it? You know what I mean? Like I, I, it, there's no stigma to me as long as it's somebody doing something they want to do. I have no stigma attached to it. And somebody's past doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, I don't care what they did yesterday or last week. It, it's just got no bearing on uh, how I view them now. What was it like dating a dominatrix? It was, uh, it was sexy. We met by sessioning first. And I really liked her. Like, I liked her a lot. Like, you know, it was, we knew each other for like a year. We would session together. And I realized, like, fuck, I think I'm falling in love with this person. And we became friends through that process like after a session you know she would stay and we would talk for an hour two hours sometimes and then we just went out to lunch a couple of times and just became better friends and then one time I'm like look I would love to take you to eat but I'm like I I mean I really I I just want to take you to eat and she's like I know what you're asking me yes we'll go out like as on a date and we did and we just kind of started seeing each other after that wow that's pretty cool yeah it was great it was great. But we knew each other very well. And there's no shyness because you've seen each other in these unusual moments that most people never see each other in. So you're almost immediately comfortable. 
Yeah, it's a it's like a little bit of a backwards way to date someone because usually when you go on a date, you have dinner and you talk and you get to know someone and then you get into the sex. Yes. But in this way, you get to the sex right off the bat and just and then you have this connection. And you're like, I actually want to get to know you deeper. Ah. So it's kind of right. It's a little bit of a flip flop way to think about dating. Yes. And then we go to dinner and we realize like, because again, you always, ha especially if you're friends while you're in this situation, which again, some people don't, but like, I always like someone to stick around and chat for a while after. So we would just sit there and she was the only person I would let smoke in my house. I was, she was so hot. I was so happy she was there. <laughs> I'm like, she would fucking sit in my kitchen and smoke. And I'm like, oh, go ahead, you an ashtray, whatever you want. <laughs> Flick them in the fridge. I don't give a shit. But, um, but I wanted her to stay and, and have a conversation. So I knew that we would eat well together and get along well together just because we were able to talk after that, like there was never any awkwardness. So, you know, she, I, I knew that that would be a great relationship and it was. How long did that relationship last? Two and a half years. That's a, that's a really good amount of time. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's a long time. Um, especially since I'm not good at relationships. Um, and I would get jealous. She stopped doing that. Like she did that for a little while when we first dated, but then she stopped, um, because she was just done doing it. She was like, yeah, I'm not enjoying it anymore. What is it like to go from paying to not paying? it becomes, there's more pressure because you feel like, oh, now this person is looking at me like a real per Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, with her, it wasn't bad because we knew each other so well. Right. But other times you're like, am I going to live up to what this person wants from a real partner? Like, again, because my self-esteem is very low. So I never used money as like, hey, you'll do this. It was always like, thank you for coming. And like, if, if you're here because you want to be here now, like, fuck, am I going to be good enough to keep you wanting to come back and see me? Wow. Yeah. How far into dating the dominatrix girl did you stop paying? Oh, immediately. Like, once it became dating, it just never, there was never an exchange again. It just became a relation. Like, the first time she slept over my house, that was the end of any type of transactional stuff. It was just uh, us connected uh, in a relationship. We didn't date while I was paying her. Once it, w it became like a, a, a thing where we were dating, that was the end of it. Wow. I, I, this, is, this is such an interesting conversation. I, and I, we're like running out of time. I'd love to keep talking to you about this. I'm going to ask you my dessert question. Sure. And then I'm going to have you back for a second date. And we're going to continue that. Sure. <laughs> um, what is the sweetest thing you've ever done for someone that you've been with? Uh, broken up with them. <laughs> <laughs> Left them to their own accord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Find a nice guy. Trust me, this is a mistake. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I guess I, I, I can't answer that because I don't know what they would consider this the sweetest thing. I don't know. Is it, um. That's a very good question. I, I've never thought of what is the sweetest thing I've done. Think of it as like going, like doing something selfless, whether you um, take a girl somewhere with you for her pleasure or you go out of your way to buy something for her, like or be romantic in a way where you light a bunch of candles or you know what I mean? It's like something that you really do for someone else is like a show of affection. Oh, God. I mean... I, I, I've done a lot of that, like a lot of uh, birthday surprise uh, dinners or, you know, a girl I'm with, her family, she has someone in the family sick, so I, I surprise her with like a trip home, like I just give her, like I get her airfare and pay for her trip to go back so she can see her family. I, I, it's a very tough question because I don't think any of it's like sweet. Like I would, I, would, I would feel like, oh, I did that and it was sweet. 
Um, you know, a lot of birthdays and flowers and things like that. But has I, anyone ever done anything for you? Yeah, yeah. I've had women. I've dated some nice women. They've done stuff like on my birthday dinner and and. But I don't like. I'm very low maintenance. I don't require a lot of stuff. You don't have to. Uh, you know, get me a lot of things or dinners. I mean, the occasional dinner goes a long way with me. That's all I like. Simple man. Yeah, I really am. Simpleton. <laughs> I mean just, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody cooking for me is, is nice. Somebody who will cook for me, I was like, wow, you really went out of your way to make this a nice night. That That's something that I think is really uh, sweet. And I've never actually done it for a person because I can't cook. At all? No. No, I made eggs. Gordon Ramsay had this, like, his recipe, and he did a radio show, and he kind of challenged me to make his eggs, and I did, and they were actually pretty good, but that's the only time I've ever cooked, was making <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's egg recipe, and it was okay. <laughs> wasn't Gordon Ramsay no, 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 it wasn't. It was okay. I, I could see why they're delicious. I'm like, if he did them, they're probably fucking killer. Uh, but when I did them, they were just fair. They were edible. Yeah. Well, um... I'm going to cover your green flags because it's weird. Even though you're into like paying for sex and stuff, it's hard to like say it's a red flag and I might be wrong on that. Maybe it is, but it sounds like it was like a thing for both parties and you actually found interest in the people that you were dating and that was a way for you to date. Yeah. So I love that uh, you are actually happy for your exes. Yes. That's a huge green flag that you have the maturity to wish them well and stay in contact and that you're very open about your past as well. I think that's pretty cool. Do you have any red flags that you forgot to tell me about? I really, I know. Cause again, I would, would like if, if I knew they were red flags, I would change them. Like if anything I have, that's a red flag. I would probably go, Oh God, I should probably fix that before that's recognized as a red flag. And as far as you asked me before, and I didn't answer like we start talking about what, what are other people's red flags? I'm really bad at spotting them. I'm really <laughs> bad at spotting them. Like I should at times go, Oh God, she's crazy like that. I should have seen that, but I'm very bad at spotting, uh, red flags. I would say anybody that gets, too close, too fast, or gets too angry when you're not available too early. That's a red flag. Like if, if you know, if somebody is like, hey, can we get together tomorrow? And you're like, oh, I can't, I gotta work. And they're like, what the fuck? Why are you so hard to, I'm like, that's a red flag because that, the connection is about more than them just wanting to meet up. Yeah, I can relate. I'm If I meet a guy and he's got like a ton of red flags, I just take a giant step back and I'm like, <gasps> this feels right. Yeah. <laughs> this feels right. Yeah, the red flags. <laughs> I hear you. I run right at them like a fucking yeah. head down like a bull. I'm like, dang. Oh, you're nuts. Here I come. Yeah, yeah I'm the same way. <laughs> well, where can people get tickets to come see you perform? Uh, JimNorton.com. I only have, uh, I have Albuquerque, New Mexico coming up, but I also have Toronto. I'm doing the comedy festival. And, uh, you know, just I'm on Sirius four days a week. Jim Norton, Sam Roberts. That is so cool. And Thank you. where else can people find you? Give us all the deets. I, I'm, a, I'm there on Twitter, Jim Norton on Twitter, Jim Norton on Instagram. I don't tweet that much and I don't put that much on Instagram. I suck on social media, which I should be better at it, but I'm just not. Um, but you just go to my website if you want to come see me live. You cool. Know, I'm easy to find. Well, thank you for coming on the show. This was great. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I can't wait to have you on again. Thank you. Guys, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. First date, baby. Are you really drinking a glass of milk with dinner? First date, Hold your mom about me? Just say you're ready. Delete my number. <laughs>